Welcome to the Loveworks Here podcast. I'm Sean York. I'm Hannah Gorham. And I'm Christine Garcia. Christine and Hannah run the two restaurants for me. And today we're going to talk about, this is called Orientation 2.0. But before we do, it's been a while. We haven't recorded an episode in a while. What have we done? We did the Disney tour as a director team. That was very cool. It's both director teams. That was teams. so fun. And uh, we had a great time together. And then we did Friendsgiving. Two Friendsgiving. We did Friendsgiving a lot of for food. Hidden Valley Store and then Friendsgiving for Crossings. I had three turkeys all together for Thanksgiving. <laughs> you have to go on our Instagram, which is at loveworkshere, and there's cool photos of those, but man, it's cool. If your business doesn't do something for Friendsgiving, it's a great You're opportunity. Missing out. Mm-hmm. Really cool. You guys just came back from a, a little trip. The New Big York, Apple. New York. <laughs> they went to New York. The two of you and your two other roommates, the four of you guys went. It was cool, right? Yeah, so much fun. I've never been amazing. before. And what do we have we're working on? Oh, gosh. Christmas party's coming up. So both our stores together for the first time for Christmas. It's going to be wild. It's going to be really big. We how have many, 10 days. Yeah, how many people are going to come about it. <laughs> We're planning for 200. Yeah, it's going to be huge and a lot of planning's going into it. So stay tuned. We'll have something on our Instagram when that comes up because it's going to be really cool. So today we're going to talk about orientation. I'm calling this orientation 2.0. When we used to do orientation, it was a different story and we've changed so much in the last few years, but we'll talk about that today. But no matter what your company is, no matter what your business is, orientation is super important because it is that first impression, that first day. And it is important to acclimate new people into your culture as quickly as possible. And it sets the tone for everything. And although we're talking about orientation within a restaurant, within a fast food restaurant, these are going to be human, basic human emotional things that apply to any business because they apply to human beings. So with that, this is the Love Works Here podcast, Orientation 2.0. I love my job. High volume, fast food, 160 employees. It is a pressure cooker and it gets crazy. But I truly believe that it's possible to build a business where everyone loves their job. It sounds impossible. And when I first started this business, it was. I'm not the extrovert or the social butterfly. I'd rather be building systems and crunching numbers on Excel. But I decided to stop making excuses of why I couldn't and start utilizing my love for systems to build a better culture. Today, I call it the York Framework but it's really just a collection of systems designed to make a better workplace and make people happier. I'm going to share all the mistakes I've made so that you don't have to make them, and we'll look for new problems to solve along the way. I'm Sean York, and love works here. So in the book, The Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath, they talk about the moments that are most powerful to us, the moments that we remember, the moments that really make up a lot of our memories. And those memories that are most important, these moments are peaks, which are like the big contest, the big day, breaking this big record, or you know something big that happens where you conquer something. Next, you have the milestones, which is the anniversaries. And then you have transitions from going from one job to another. And then the pits, which are the negative things, the funerals and you know the car accidents and things that are embedded into your memory. Now, we're going to talk about transitions today everyone remembers these from your first day of school to your first day at a new job yeah i'll never forget my first day of school it was the worst day my friends and i we had all planned to meet somewhere for lunch turns out i had zero classes with anyone i spent the entire day by myself i ate lunch by myself alone at a table full of strangers and i cried walking home it was really sad (laughs) but you remember all of it and that's the funny thing remember everything if i were to tell you like hey tell me about your third day of school 
zero memories. Tell me no. about your fourth day, but you remember every hour of this day. Yeah. I, well, I mean, if we're talking about jobs, I can remember the first day. It was orientation 1.0. <laughs> so all <laughs> I can remember from the day, I can't remember like every second of it, but it was definitely sort of a transition moment because I remember coming in. So it was just videos on videos on videos. And I had an eight hour first day of orientation, but all it involved was me sitting in like the back corner of the restaurant, not the break room, not the office, not feeling like part of the team yet, just in the corner at a regular dining table, facing a wall on an iPad. In the book, they actually talk about like a good orientation, a good example. And it's the John Deere tractor company, which is really kind of funny. You wouldn't think of John Deere as a memorable orientation, but they really do. They do a great job. They outline this whole first day and it's really special. In reading it, I came up with four things that I think are crucial elements. We're going to share them today. Orientation key elements. Number one is hospitality. I know for me of all like the orientations of all the jobs that I've done in my life, I can go back and I can remember the first day of every one of them. Like a cold, vulnerable memory that I think back and I just go like, man, I felt alone, like you were saying in high school on that day. Think of every first day and ask yourself, was that a cold memory or a warm memory? I can only think of one that was a really warm memory that I really felt like from that first day. And that was actually, for me, that was my first day at Chick-fil-A. The reason that I felt that way, the the thing that, that was different about it was I felt very welcomed on that first day and they treated me like I was like a new friend. And that made the difference in this being a warm memory. Yeah, so, I feel like I have to circle back because my first day at Chick-fil-A, not great, but like a couple days go by and I went on to meet some like my best friends. So I know that they were there, but like that first impression moment, totally not there. Great organization. Obviously I'm still here. Um, great friends to be found. Awesome boss, everything like that. But it was like that first thing that I captured total opposite. So even if your company is great and your people are great, if you don't show them off in that first, you know, 24 hours or whatever it is. Totally so what lost. do we do differently mm-hmm. now when you make that phone call to the team member, what have you done that's intentional? Yeah, so I hire the team member in person typically. So right away, like when they see the phone number, it's not going to be like an answer to a stranger. I'm gonna call either tomorrow or the next day. So I do and I just tell them what to expect. So you're coming in and you're bringing two forms of ID with you and you're gonna meet me in the dining room. If I'm not there, just check in at the front, they're going to be expecting you. I tell them what to wear comfortable clothes that you can change in and out of because you'll try on your uniform and closed-toed shoes because we'll go on a tour through the kitchen. I mean, I don't touch on what orientation is much at all, but what to wear, where to find me, what time and place and everything like that. Those are such small details, mm-hmm. but they're so important knowing how vulnerable this team member is going to feel. So they get the phone call. They know when and where to come. So the next time that I see them is actually after they've talked to a team member. So they'll come in and they'll check in just at the counter with the team member. But all the team members already know to expect them because we actually got a banner that we hang. So the banner itself hangs in the back house like when you come in the restaurant you can't see it the guests can't see it but as soon as you go through the door into the kitchen you can see it hanging above in the racking right there and think it says like our secret ingredient is you welcome Mm -hmm. to the chick-fil-a family and And you made that banner right i did make that banner so i left like a big gaping hole in the middle and i just print on regular printer paper but you tape it up so high that you Mm -hmm. can't really tell that it's there so it really looks customized every time but on a budget um so we tape up their names and so the team has already been walking under the banner all day and so they know they know someone's coming two girls and a boy so the team knows that they're coming and then usually like a couple minutes before orientation is supposed to start i'll walk up and kind of delegate to a specific person like Shane you're on our new team member duty so when they come in we always have a medium cup for like a break drink and so I'll say like you're getting them their first drink and write their name but also welcome to the team or like a short welcome message on the cup from them. Something else they get on their first day is a welcome card and we do prep that before the new team member arrives. It's like the banner because it basically introduces to all the current team members that someone new is coming and they write in the you know the welcome card like can't wait to meet you can't wait to get to know you welcome to the family the entire thing 
thing. And so when the new team member gets it, I mean, they open the card and they see, you know, like a good 25 signatures in there at least. It They all, they always sigh with like a big smile and they're very overwhelmed that like so many people feel like they already know them, you know, and are prepared for them and welcome them. That's really reassuring. I could have done well with that on my first day of school. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. We've been expecting you and we're <laughs> excited that you're here. We want you to be here. <laughs> Something we also do once we actually are in the midst of orientation is as I'm bringing them through the restaurant is introduce them to every single person that we pass. I usually like introduce them and, you know, more than anything, the team members like just really get this overwhelming feeling that people want them there and they're expecting them and they know their name already. And usually, yeah, the current team members always ask kitchen or front because they want to know, like, is this going to be my new best friend? Are we going to be working? side by side together yeah and the beautiful like most sustainable part of this whole thing is like all of these things that make such a huge difference are completely free we reuse the same banner and then all of these like hellos are what they really just want and need so i know for me when i talk about that warm feeling that i got i remember that i had come in and when i got there i opened the door i said hey i'm sean i work at home depot and uh, my operator said oh my goodness i can't believe you came by It's, it's so good to see you i didn't think you'd show and man i felt so welcomed in that moment i feel that if we could give them a little bit of that And when we do that card, it really creates a little bit of that excitement of someone's coming and when they get here, you'll all know who to look for. The next one we have that is a crucial element to orientation is story. Now, there is only so much information that they will internalize. They're not gonna remember the facts and the laws and the numbers and the percentages. And they will not- remember nothing from E-Train. No, just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, they, they they won't remember much of anything when we talk about things we read and, but they'll remember the people that they met They'll remember how they felt and they'll remember stories if they're good stories. I remember when we first were setting out to change what orientation looked like, I realized that I needed to get an idea of where we were at. So I just went and I started, you know, leadership, team members, like people that had just come in in different years. I went and I started asking them, like, what do you remember from your orientation? And the only thing that they could remember, they were like, oh, I sat in the break room for a long time. And I remember I did really confusing paperwork and I didn't understand what I meant. And I was like, that's all? You've got (laughs) nothing else? They're like, no, I think, well, we had to do, like, again, the online training. I learned a little bit about Chick-fil-A, where we come from, kind of thing so they like could remember the stories that were playing in like these online videos but that was only after that they'd already left so they didn't watch it in orientation Mm -hmm. so the only thing that we had at the very beginning was i remember doing boring paperwork that was confusing well and after we redid orientation i actually like sent out a google survey i just wanted to know we revamped everything now what do you remember and so many of them had said they remembered feeling nervous at the beginning but warm and welcomed at the end but they actually were able to recall a lot of facts and feelings from the stories and you know maybe they couldn't remember exactly what the stories were but they could describe we come from you know really good amazing founder he worked really hard you know they can describe certain themes that i would relay or recall in the orientation stories so when we talk about orientation we have to make sure that we're telling the right stories and telling good stories because this is what they're going to remember so the stories that are worth telling i have four things here humble beginnings hard times a breakthrough where the business took off and where we are headed every business can tell those stories now for us christine you talk about true you've done a really good job creating a little booklet of all these stories so that you can talk about how the company has grown and then where we're headed in our service model and everything that we want to do. We also have those four things. So Sean and his humble beginnings, when I'm sitting and talking to the team members, we do talk about where you went to school and everything like that. But the story that first gets them talking is the story of you in the cow suit. In the cow suit. So they've probably heard your story in episode one. And I'll even kind of cut to the end with to say like, to only have ever known him as our operator who's wearing a sport coat or a button up to know that he started out on his first day as the cow. Like that's just crazy. And so they're like, what? That's crazy. And they don't even know who you are. The hard times in your operator's story that we kind of touch on 
fun is just the idea of as a natural introvert coming into work and not knowing the team, not knowing how to relate to the team, and also not having ever taken a business class in his life. Sean's first year was the only year in the store's history that it was not a profitable business. And so we talk about like he's there, but he doesn't know what he's doing yet. So the journey continues, the breakthrough comes about as he's figured out how to, you know, organize inventory. And I always go around to the team. He learns Excel. He figures out how to run a business. But the one thing that you can't just systemize in a business is the people themselves. But just this idea of you getting back to the store and feeling more defeated than when you started out because you couldn't be the one to do that. But then we go from there and it gets better. And so we talk about Zappos. We talk about touring Zappos. And I'll kind of explain a little bit about, um, but there were four things that he took away. And so we'll talk about the breakthrough that ultimately came about was the York framework in that category of breakthrough. And so where we're headed is family, get ready, you're going to meet everybody and higher purpose. Like just as a reminder, true, it's where we came from. We'll kind of touch on that again. And we'll talk about the record board when we get there, but those four things. So we make sure that we tell the stories about True Cathy, our founder. We tell the local stories about... Our restaurant is different from other ones because of our operator. Those are really important stories for them to know. And that really helps acclimate them into our culture in a really quick way. And a lot of times it, it makes them feel special about like, wow, this is really unique place. Now, we talked about hospitality was really important. Telling stories is really important. The third element to orientation is testimony. Now, testimony sounds like story, right? But it is a personal testimony. It's not only memorable, it's really powerful. It involves vulnerability and it involves transparency and it builds trust. When you have current team members telling new team members, A, I love my job. B, I love my customers. I love the people I work with and I love who I work for sharing personal experiences about how they feel really sets the tone and it's very powerful. Yeah, when we're in the break room and it's usually when the team members are doing their paperwork, new team members are coming in and out, grabbing their things. I usually stop them on their way and, you know, just say, hey, introduce yourself. Also, you know, so how do you like working here so far? And usually they just laugh a little bit and they say, you know, I remember my first orientation and, oh, I remember that, you know, as they see things happening and, um, but they'll say, oh, I love it or I'm, you know, I'm doing good and, you know, we'll ask them about kind of, you know, how they are on their checklist so far or if they have any advice. And usually all of our current team members are extremely like reassuring and they, you know, will say like, well, I'm working on my crew lead checklist right now. I'm trying to get promoted and you guys are doing a good job and we can't wait to get to know you. They're so welcoming and just so willing to embrace them. But I think that more than anything, they're telling them, hey, you're going to love it here too because I love it here already, you know, and I've only been here six weeks or, you know, I've been here three years and I love it. It's amazing working through college. That's always really fun, especially because it like deepens the connection with them and people who they already know. So then when they get on their job on the first day, they already feel like they know people and they have friends. So a really cool thing that we've started to do this year, I've started having new team members in orientation, write a letter to themselves. I'll give them their piece of Chick-fil-A letterhead and I'll tell them like, okay, so I want you to imagine that you're either at your one year anniversary. So a year from today, or you're going away party. So you had, you know, your whole Chick-fil-A story and it comes to an end. Like, who do you hope that you are? What do you hope that you've learned? Have you made friends? Like, what do you want to say to you a year from today or at your going away party? Go ahead, think on it. I'll be back in a little while. And then I'm just going to put this in your file and we'll look at it at one of those dates. It's all like leave and I'll leave them to their thoughts and each other. But it's really cool because I didn't realize until we'd had a couple rounds of it, but I started reading through and they will pretty much tell me what they've been hearing, but like on paper. So one of the orientations I emphasize, we give our best here. Like Sean gave his best, Drew gave his best, 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 best. And so all of these kids like, I know you're going to give your best. (laughs) And then a different one, like just a different crowd, different kids. It was two girls who had just moved here, actually. That was the thing they had in common. So I was, oh yeah, like this is a great place. So my best friends are in this building, blah, blah, blah. 
and there there's was i hope you've made so many friends like totally just different things based off what i like the testimony i guess i've given and the things that they've heard but they start writing this in this letter to themselves it's the craziest thing there's you know you've heard studies of this where putting pen to paper you know everything's in your head and your head and your head but once you put pen to paper it becomes something that becomes fulfilled eventually and we're having them do that and the crazy thing is what they're writing down is everything they've heard from other people and i mean if you're listening to this like this is so powerful like you've got to do this this is of all the things <laughs> you've like, got to at least test it you've got to test it's <laughs> such a cool social experiment because if you had somebody sit down we talked about testing this i don't know that we'll ever do that if somebody sat down and, and all you told them was was scary things like hey this job is going to be so hard you're going to wake up every morning and you know wish you were dead and you're never going <laughs> to we like, can't test that i know we're we not were going gonna to send in a spy <laughs> yeah but if you were to, if you were to say like every day you're going to wish you didn't have this job but you know you'll you'll make good money or whatever what they're going to, the letter they're going to write themselves is stick in there. I know this is hard, but you've got it. Like the only thing they have is what you've told them. It's very powerful. The testimony they get from other people. Like I said, it sets the tone for who they're going to be when they start working here. It's cool. To, we got to put, I think we have a picture of, of some of the letters and uh, maybe we'll post that in the Instagram post, but it's to see what they, what they're saying to the to future self. I can't wait for them to read it a year from now. Hopefully they, you know, they'll, they'll <laughs> be around. going away party. Yeah. Yeah. So I will tell you this, that one of the things that I remember from that, from that warm orientation that I talked about, this was a really cool thing that really sticks out in my head. She said, Sean, I've been here for eight years and I could not tell you one bad thing about this company. It's so overwhelmingly generous and they've been so gracious to me that I've got nothing bad to say about them. Now, that was a personal testimony of how much she loved the company she worked for. I remembered that. I mean, it really hit me because I said, man, I've been working for all these different companies. I've never heard somebody say that they didn't have a gripe or they didn't have one thing. And it really impacted me. And I I remember leaving there going, this is a special place. It's a very special place. Like none other that I've ever been to. I don't know anything about them, but the testimony that I've heard this is a very special place. So those things are very powerful. The next element of orientation that's very important is symbolism. Think about this, the medals that you have, the trophies, the awards, the souvenirs that you've picked up along the way, they're all tough to throw away because these symbols represent some of life's most memorable moments. We know that this day is memorable. We want to send them home with some things, not just swag, but things with meaning, things that define this moment in their life. You guys came up with these and we've kind of added things along the way but what are some of those things that we send them home with well the first thing's a pen because it's a necessary part of their uniform and we make that a point um but usually and we had new pens made recently we have are you holding one now yes i'm holding <laughs> one. so it says love works here and it says the crossings in hidden valley so we use them at both restaurants but it's kind of cool because it's a custom pen these are g2 pens also which is <laughs> high quality pen so we do give them the pen and usually it's as we pass out paperwork i don't know if you do, mm-hmm. do this too yeah all right so did everybody bring a pen but we never told them to bring a pen so they're like oh uh, they kind of panic for a second it's yeah like, oh, okay i have one for you here and i'll give them each one and so I was like, okay, like this is part of your uniform and none of you can tell me that you don't have a pen because I just gave you one. Mm-hmm. So yes, use it to fill out your paperwork, but also keep it, take it home with you, bring it the next time that you come. So they already know, like I'm bringing this pen back with me. If you wouldn't have told that story and done that and you said, here's a pen, they would never show up with it again. But it's some, there's something very important about and that And they pen. would probably leave it behind too. That's right. So yeah. Well, it's a G2. They'd probably take it with them. <laughs> we also give them a backpack. One, because they have a lot of stuff to carry at the end of it. But two, because we're starting a new adventure. So I think that that's how it kind of came about. Like, yep. we wanted a reason to give them a backpack. So we call it an adventure, an adventure <laughs> it's pack. day one of their new adventure. Yeah. The cow, definitely an important part yeah, of orientation. So we just have the mini plush cows and they say, eat more chicken. That one came about because, like, yes, you're hearing all about the job and the work. But if we're not having fun, we're not doing the job right. So we'll just talk about the cow. It's just for fun. They came around, you know, 15-ish years ago. We sell chicken 
chicken, cows are friends, not food, etc. <laughs> <laughs> so the hope is that they take this thing home, this cow home, and they put it like on their shelf. No, no, no. The... It goes on the like the front of their car. No, like, the dashboard. Three to five Aww. team members have it in their car. It's so cute. Oh, I'm like, I need to have cool. one on my windshield. We need to post that. <laughs> that is very cool. The last thing that we give them, they have this little box, and on the front of the box, they usually have a volunteer kind of read the quote that's on the top. Someone brave raises their hand and reads it. It's Proverbs 22.1, and it's, A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. It's true, Kathy's life verse. That verse meant a lot to Truett, and he lived his whole life by it, and he took that very seriously all throughout his entire life. And so I tell the team members, your name is important too. Your parents thought long and hard about what they wanted to name you. They didn't pick it randomly. You know, it means something. You don't only represent you, you actually represent your family, and you represent all the hard work that they put into raising you and all the morals and the, the values that they instilled in you. You now also represent Chick-fil-A, which is, you know, a company that is bigger than any of us, and you, you represent Truett and everything that he worked for and everything that we talked about earlier in orientation. And you also represent Sean, our operator, everything we told you about him. And so always want to make sure, again, you're putting your best foot forward, making everybody proud. And they say, okay, now you guys can open the box. And so as soon as they open the box, of course, it's a brand new Chick-fil-A name tag, all shiny. And usually they get all sentimental. The girls kind of, you know, go, oh, one of them even said, you know, I feel like it just got proposed to. <laughs> so we say like, welcome to the team. You guys are officially part of the family. Go ahead and put your name tag on. So they get really excited. They put it on there. By then they're in their uniform. It's, it's so adorable. cool. It, it's, we kind of realized at some point that that is a, a really important symbol and it's as big a deal as we make of it. I remember in, in the old orientation, as soon as they walked in, it was like, here's a cup of water with your name on it and here's your name tag right off the bat. It was just nothing special about it. But everything that you said, like you build this thing up and there's this anticipation and you raise the stakes and you make it and it's in a box and it's like, yeah, it is like being proposed to. And so when we make that big deal about it, it's really special to them. A lot of them will put it on social media. Mm-hmm. It's like, They'll tag us for the first time and they get pics like this cool picture that they've laid out the backpack and a cow and the name tags right in front and center. Mm-hmm. So if you're not and you're doing orientation, whatever the name tag is or the name plate on the desk, if you're not making that some sort of ceremony or making it really special, that's a missed opportunity because those symbols are, are really powerful. Uh, that's it. Those are the four things. Again, those four elements were hospitality, really making sure that they feel very welcome, that they've made a lot of new friends, uh, making sure that you're telling the right stories, the stories that stick about where the company came from and where it's headed, personal testimony from team members, and then symbolism, giving them symbols to take home that mean something that they're going to hang on to and, and make special to them. And I would encourage you in all of this, think about your orientation and think what you can simplify. One of my favorite quotes is from Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. I think that's, uh, I think I said that right. Uh, Perfection is achieved not when there is nothing more to add, but when there is nothing left to take away. So if you want to make this perfect, how many things can you take away to, to refine that? And consider all the time spent with paperwork, with laws, with facts. Are these things absolutely necessary for them to do today? Can they do it at home? Can they do it online? Can they do it another day? Do these activities add to the warmth of this memory? And all those things that are cold or mundane, can we cut all those out so that the day is packed with warm memories? Because remember, they are going to remember this day forever. They won't remember the second, third, or fourth day, but they will remember this day. So in all of that, that was a lot of really good stuff. We talked about things that, how we changed and how we can even change more. <laughs> yeah. So what are the things that that, that, that we learned through this process? Uh, what are some things, if anything, that you think are like, man, as we talk about that, we could do that better or we could do it more. Well, I mean, definitely the letter to self. Like I haven't started that one yet, but I mean, it sounds awesome. And 
it I feel like we would get longer longevity from team members if they know they have a letter coming at their one year. Like you I know? promised myself I would be here for a year. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't leave. It's only yeah. been nine and with months. And all the stories that you tell, you'll probably get some good stuff. Hope so. I remember. I think probably for me, just thinking back to how much I was impacted by saying, I can't believe you're here. We're so excited that you're here. It's free. Again, it's free to do that. The bigger deal that we make of that, the more it means to them, especially coming from me. Yeah. We like forget who we are. (laughs) Yeah. And the top leaders, and this is a special day they're hitting record. Really cool stuff. So anyway, that's it. Thank you for listening. And uh, this was really fun to, to talk through it with both Christine and Hannah with all these things. Again, I encourage you to read the book if you haven't. The Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath. Huge, huge inspiration to me. And, and let us know when you guys come up with good ideas. Yeah, if you have any good ideas, send them to us in your <laughs> so orientation that we didn't. Yeah, all we, we are always looking for good ideas. Uh, to take from other people and and implement them. (laughs) Thank you again for tuning in. There are, we just got an email today that we've had 10,000 plays on this podcast, which is way more than we ever thought that we'd get. Oh my (laughs) goodness. Please uh, give us a review and and, and a rating. That would be great for us and and continue to make this grow. means a lot to us. So that's it. This was Loveworks Here, Orientation 2.0. Take care of yourselves and be well.